following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Get ready first. Get ready for some Mizzou gold on this show mm-hmm. from Mickey Spagnola. It's time for Mick Shots High Noon on a Wednesday, Washington right. week here. Inside the SWBC podcast studio, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the man who wrote the book on this rivalry with Washington, Mickey oh, Spagnola. No, 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 that's, that's old McDonald. <laughs> That's nice good. little Missouri farm. How's the farm? Together. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going out to chop some wood today. <laughs> I'm splitting some logs. Uh, for those not watching on DallasCowboys.com, just listening, how would you describe what Mickey has on today? It's a, it's a oh, it's flannel, a flannel, flannel, yes, flannel plaid, gold, black, and there's some red in there too. It's, it's very a, bright. It's a yield sign. <laughs> yes. If you see me coming, you better yield. So was this a Christmas present? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Uh, so he was Great. forced to wear it. And it, was, and it was cold <laughs> this yeah. morning. And it's in no. honor of Missouri, right? And they're playing the Hogs today, or tonight. Uh-huh. Oh, basketball. Yeah. How's your how's the, the ranking? Arkansas is high. No, no, Missouri. <laughs> they're 20th, but last week they beat Kentucky. Kentucky, that's oh. right. I saw that. I saw that. And they beat Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. So look out. All right. Very good. Is that the first time in a long time they've beaten two ranked teams? Uh, no. But this first time in a long time they beat Kentucky for ah, sure. Okay. Go. So on that note, we'll have more on Norm Stewart <laughs> and the Missouri Tigers coming up later on Big Shots. But let's get to let's the task at hand. You guys <laughs> brought it up. <laughs> no, you brought it up. You wore that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there are football players going to be on a football field very soon here at the Star in Frisco. Don't you love those days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll, it'll be interesting to see um, just how much they do. Um you know, if you watched, uh, I mean, I saw yesterday there were teams that were supposed to practice, and I don't know how much they practiced. Uh, I saw a bunch of them shut down the locker rooms. Um, I think it was Jacksonville had uh, the offensive lineman. Is that where he's at, Sheriff? Sheriff? Brandon Sheriff. Brandon Sheriff. Sheriff. He was the kind of the spokesman for the team, and then they closed the locker room. So it'll be interesting to see what they do today. I think they were still debating. And Jacksonville and Tennessee are playing on Saturday, and so that's why they had their locker room yeah. availability yesterday. And this is the first time for the Cowboys players to be back and uh, with media availability. Coming yeah, and up. I'm not sure how much – I mean, you know what everybody's going to be asked, right? And so I don't know how much they want to talk about it. I don't know if you guys listened to McCarthy, uh, but they spent most of the team meeting discussing that. Uh, having the chaplain in there. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you. Having they had the guys, type of, yeah, and having the guys the, just kind of talk. What and, about the uh, psych, psychiatrist? Or? Yeah, I don't know if uh, Chad uh, was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's, I think, was his main goal this morning was to take care of everybody and let everybody talk and, you know, this kind of. Uh, brings up what happened with Marcus Paul, and that was only, what, two years ago, mm-hmm. leading into the Thanksgiving 
day game, uh, and they didn't have much time to recover, by the way, because I believe it was Tuesday it took place, and they found out he passed away. It was before the game, I mm -hmm. think. So uh, they've been through this before, not that this is the same, but I'm sure, you know, these guys, I mean, you know, you, I'm sure this has affected them. Well, you recall, and I'm, like I said, I'm very pleased at the change in the temperature, you know? Yeah. The, the, how people treat this now, how they, they treat athletes who are out there really putting themselves in danger every, <clears throat> every game. You remember uh, Mike going down? Michael playmaker Michael Irvin. yeah oh and, yeah and, and I was remember, there remember the Philly fans yeah I know yeah and that was despicable right. even then that was despicable right right and so nowadays I'm pretty sure you know that uh, that that climate is no longer exists and by the way um, kudos to you Bill for bringing up uh, Chuck Hughes yesterday mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't know if uh, people saw it but they, they, go to the Dallas Morning News. Uh, Brad Townsend did a really good story of uh, his uh, this happening to Chuck Hughes and getting a hold of his uh, his his wife, uh, his son, and a I believe it was either a brother or nephew. Uh, he interviewed. He's um, from he was from Abilene, from I think. Abilene, yeah, and uh, uh, talking to them about you know the memory, and they were talking about yeah this brought I mean it's. 51 years ago, but yeah. it brought back, you know, memories, emotional memories for when that happened to uh, him. He played at uh, West Texas. With, no, no, tech, at Texas El Paso. So what was it back then? Texas Utah? Western? Oh, uh, it may. I don't know when the, the change went from Texas Western to, yeah, to Texas El Paso. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so anyway, if if anybody go to the Dallas Morning News website, it's a front page story. It's really they had an iconic picture of uh, Dick Buckus standing over him trying to get him. right. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. Mm. And so that what year was that? Seventy one. Okay, well also in seventy one, it would have been about. It was about six, the time Texas Stadium opened. By right, the way. which yep, and six days. I think that was like October 24th, maybe. Yeah, that and sounds right. Six days later uh, it was when the TCU head coach, Jim Pittman, died on the sideline of a heart attack oh, really? in 1971. It was October 30th, 1971. Uh, had a heart attack on the sidelines of a game against Baylor in Waco mm -hmm. and passed away at the age of 46. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see the – you know, the concentration in practice and if they can get back into the routine. I mean, there is a game to play uh, on Sunday. Uh, I saw the injury report for or early guys missing for the commanders, and it was lengthy, uh, including their running back, Robinson. But wasn't he coming back from some sort of Injury. I am not sure recently, of course, of but, but ago, prior maybe. to the season, he was shot and then yeah. came back and made That's a right. great yeah. return. And uh, I haven't checked on that. That might have been it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was pretty long, so I don't know. And then uh, uh, my buddy, John Kime, uh, that helped write the book that Bill brought up, mm -hmm. um, said that uh, when they, the part of practice they got to watch, the, the first. Uh, 
drill they did, the reps went to Sam Howell, their rookie quarterback. And then the second drill they did, the reps went to Taylor Heineke. So they were kind of rotating. Sounds like they're planning to play hurt? both guys. Carson threw three picks last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he hurt his, <laughs> his reputation <laughs> and the team. <laughs> right. So they decided they were making that change and going to take a look. Now that their playoff chances are kaput. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they may, who knows? As Mike McCarthy said, yeah, we'll just get ready for all three and yeah, and happens. just like last week, and you get ready for whoever you get ready for, and all of a sudden the guy that they yeah. signed eight days ago starts against you. I mean, that would be amazing if three games in a row they faced backup quarterbacks. That's right. Yeah, with Minshew, the Philadelphia game, and and then Joshua Dobbs, Dobbs last week. Starting again yep. today, mm-hmm. or this week. This weekend. And then we'll see what happens. Now, Heineke was the one that kind of gave them the impetus uh, to contend for that play. You can make spot. the contention that Heineke is actually their starting quarterback. Yeah. And that wasn't just, the plan to start he's the not season, that, He's it? not bad. I mean, uh-huh. he's, no. he's Minshew. Yeah. I mean, there's good good quarterbacks. I don't I don't I'm not going to dog these guys cuz if you throw things on time and you have the weapons they have, then they can be potentially dangerous. Yeah. No. But now they talked about the other day uh <laughs> comeback player of the year. And they were talking about uh Getting ready for Kyler. I think they said Russell Wilson's going to end up being. Oh, like like they're predicting for next year the comeback player who the comeback. So who's had a horrible season this year? Yeah, yeah. So those are the candidates for comeback player (laughs) of the year next year. But then you think about (laughs) you just brought up Robinson. He got shot. Uh Now that's a comeback. Yeah, Yeah. right. I mean, he should win it hands down. So he'd be the comeback player of the year this year. He's got to be. I mean, he's got to be the man. Got shot. I mean, he and he is balling right now. And that's a mental comeback. Yeah, too, right? come on. Mm-hmm. Just physical. So I mean, let's just see who wins this. Because if whoever wins it over him, if they win it over him, like man, this guy must have been through fire <laughs> and come out on the other side unburned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so the team will be on the field at twelve fifteen. Okay. Yep. So, what else did you glean from uh, Mike McCarthy's press conference today, or anything else? even from the coordinators the other day that you want to bring up to get us started here. You know, he was, I mean, he spent the majority of the first part of the press conference just talking about the players, taking care of the players, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, uh, talking about just kind of letting them talk, listen. um, And I guess the the big news we should get to, if we have time to here, is the roster moves that were made. Yeah, they they released James Washington. Poor guy. I I mean, he just never had a chance. I knew that was happening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you think about it. He had the – it was a hamstring in the offseason. He missed all the offseason work. And then the first day of pads, he fractures his fifth metatarsal. Finally gets back. Unfortunately, when they were going to do the ramp up, it was around Thanksgiving. They weren't practicing for uh, a couple games there, so they waited. And then he played uh, in two games, 11 snaps in one game, four in another. Um, but, you know, I, I think they did, they tried to use him on special teams. The guy's probably not ever played special teams before. Uh, and so they ended up uh, releasing him. Well, I mean, the morning. signing of Ty. Yeah, it was inevitable, and that's why, yeah. right? Because you've got a guy with more experience, more production, and no injuries, and no injuries, and looking pretty darn good <laughs> yeah. too. By the way, <laughs> the fifty-two yard. So here's the other thing: they, they, you know, uh, so obviously they opened up a roster spot. 
Um, they've got a problem uh, at backup center because they've used three different guys off the practice squad, and all three have uh, their elevations have expired. Um, it was uh, uh, Dakota, Dakota Shepley, Shepley uh, Aviante Collins. Well, well uh, Brock Hoffman is the Brock, most recent, and Brock Hoffman and Collins recent. is more of a tackle. But, but they, but he had played some center, I think. But they, his his has been used up. So they need somebody to be the backup center now. On the practice squad, on injured reserve is Alec Lindstrom, who is a center. Uh, he's only played in one game. He's only had one elevation. Um, so they could elevate him, or they could sign, if they think these other guys are better, they can sign him to the 53 mm-hmm. uh, if, if they go that direction. So be interesting to see how. And you would think, this. well, they're going to, they're going to, obviously, with the Biotish injury, mm-hmm. they're going to go with. I mean, you're now one injury away from this guy actually playing in the game. Before, they were yes. two guys, two injuries away. Because now that, you would have done what they did, right? right. You moved Connor McGovern. So it's whoever they consider to be the best candidate to play a full game if uh, the starting center McGovern goes down you know, early in a game. Right. So, so they got to cover this. And Hoffman there. has been the most recent one that's been up. So, uh, But that is the roster move that you would anticipate. Why, why they're making the move now with Washington right. is because they're going to need a roster spot this weekend. And then they, you know, we likely, you know, after everybody gets to watch practice, see what they're doing at the tackle position. If they're going to move Tyron to left and then do something at right tackle, um, if they're going to leave Tyler Smith at at guard, mm-hmm. okay. Is there any part of it with James Washington? Okay, we're we're now to the last game of the season. Okay, right. if a team doesn't pick him up, okay, he's now. If you have an injury at, the, you still have him right. handy, you right. know, and or so with, far. Would yeah. there be? Yeah, don't, don't if, go. If, don't go home right. and, and start working on the ranch <laughs> right. today. Right, right. Don't go out to Stamford yet. <laughs> yeah. you know, and and even over the next several weeks, if he uh, is, remains out there as a free agent, or you could sign him to the practice squad if right. you wanted That's to. Right, that's what I was talking yeah. about. Right. The practice squad because. Uh, you're right. One injury at wide receiver, and so you you got you got Tolbert out. So, right. so you're making this decision <laughs> on on okay, at what position do we have the most depth, and at what player may not be picked up? Here's a veteran player, yeah. you know, who what teams picking him up who basically hadn't played this year, right. you know, coming off an injury, and so. Even from that standpoint, it's, uh, it seems to be a prudent move as far as a roster manipulation to do that. Right, because if you if you put put sign them back to the practice squad, even though you're technically a free agent, if mm-hmm. someone picks them up, they got to pay them three weeks, and there's only one, one game one, left. One game left, <laughs> and then you better have you know you better be in the playoff. But even at that. You'd be paying him a th- if you got beat in the first round. You're paying him another game. Mm-hmm. Well, here's uh, here's the other thing on James Washington is uh, he was a veteran minimum guy, salary right. guy, right. and so uh, he's a great young man, you know. And and everyone roots for him. And he had the unfortunate injuries, uh, not only in the off season, but as you've detailed, and first day of, of practice. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is. 
there wasn't a lot of clamoring for him in the in free agency in the offseason. He was a veteran minimum guy. This was a prove-it year, and next year is going to be another now prove-it year right. for James Washington. A lot of times we, because they are our players, we put more value on them that, you know, but the bottom line is you follow the money in this well, league. Well, we invested in him. Right. A right. lot of times. Yeah, right. You know, that's the main thing. Right. That's why we look at him as ours. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's not just with him with any of players you know, on the roster. Invested rehab time Yeah, that's too. what I mean. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That's right. Uh, yeah. Months of rehab. Yeah. Right. So, but there's a there's a reason T.Y. Hilton has been T.Y. Hilton for a decade <laughs> in this league. Yes. So. And I was what? waiting on the I was waiting on the T.Y. when he caught the – uh-huh. The 50 does he is does that he does that? Oh yeah, I T-Y. Did, yeah. I T-Y. He did, T-Y. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, we, he did it. With the Colts, he, he's my new favorite player. Oh, I swear to God, just talking to him, he's mm-hmm. he, he's great. And then I think the other thing they've got to continue working on is what they do uh, at that third quarterback cornerback position. Um, you know, are they happy with Nashawn Wright? You remember they they picked up Mullen. He's been with them and he's played quite a bit uh, in the league. If they're looking for more experience, uh, so interesting to see what they what they do there. So those those two things, center or actually three, center tackle, and then what what they continue to do with the cornerback position. I mean, you know, if you're gonna pay the guy, you might as well play him. Talking about Joseph, no. If, if you need him, I mean, there's no need in just having him there. I know we're, we're you know, you know what this kid, <laughs> he, he can't get out of his own way, right? He's doing what he's supposed to do, going down, covering the punt, and he's in position to just stand there, and then the punt comes more to his way, and the guy runs into him to catch it. I know. And there's a flag. But you can see the athleticism. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah, he's so got it's, speed. It, I, I think it's you know. Once again, if we're paying him, we should go ahead and, and you know, with the, the depth problems that we're having. Right. We just may be forced to play him, and you're going to have to trust the guy. Eventually, you're just going to have to trust uh, him. I might trust him in May. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can, uh, we'll come back to, with more of that in a moment. Mickey, you need to go out to the practice field and see who's on the field today. And when we come back here on Mix Shots, yes. we have – Breaking news from Washington. We will tell you who will start at quarterback for the Commanders against the Cowboys on Sunday at 325. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. 
And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, back to mixed shots. All righty, Ben. <laughs> Pro Shops, it's only right that the best fans in the world, in the whole world, get out this world great. I'm sorry, get out of this world gear. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop.com. DallasCowboys.com, a fanatics experience, and grab Cowboys Nation worthy noodles, ho- hoodies, and hoodies, <laughs> tees, accessories, and more. All right, that's the best you're gonna get out of it. Well, that in, in Everson's defense, he found out he's reading that like literally as he started reading that. <laughs> Because Mickey was out on the practice oh, field, man. and he was, and I, and I, so I think that, that the players, be? players actually were blinded by Mickey when he went out on the practice field. <laughs> was that supposed to be Cowboys Nation worthy hoodies? Yeah, and I said, what did I say? No, I don't know. You, yeah. It. First, I said tees, gear. I didn't say gear, right? More. Yeah, yeah. That was grab, not mm. gear. I know. Yeah, yeah I well, grab. he didn't get a chance to proofread it yeah. ahead of time. So, so I said fees. I was going to say fees, not tees. Mickey, they stopped like practice. They stopped practice for you when you went did. out there in that they shirt. Said, they said let's, hoodies. Hoodies looks like noodles. Let's yield. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> and um, I don't think they could see me through the window. Oh, you were just on this side of the mm-hmm. wedding. Oh, I couldn't uh, go very far. That's right. You were late as I, it was. Although I did notice that it looked like uh, Leighton Vander Esch was out there with a helmet on. Yay! So that bodes well for the first two weeks week, from man. yeah the first week of the playoffs. Cool. And he said he would do a little something. So that was good. And Lindstrom, they were going to start his twenty-one day ramp up. Uh, but McCarthy, uh, when he spoke about him. Um, um, Farniak, you mean? Farniak. Uh, you said Lindstrom. Oh, um, yeah. F- Matt Farniak. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, they, he sounded like, you know, we might, he might be ready. And when I talked to Farniak on Monday, he said, "Yeah, I'm good to go. Now mm-hmm. we'll see how much they let me do." So. Well, it certainly made sense uh, to wait until now yeah. on Farniok because of the short weeks, the last couple yeah, of weeks. Right, exactly. So. Uh, because if they did, they would have wasted a week last week, mm-hmm. right? They didn't really practice. So he could have been ready, really, yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. and they just waited until the full week to 
get him a full week of practice. So that that's a that'll be interesting to see if they think, well, he's practiced three times this week. He's good to be the backup. You just never know when you need the backup. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, with the breaking news from Washington, yes. Ron Rivera has announced who his starting quarterback will be on Sunday against the Cowboys. Sam And Howell. they are going with the rookie, Sam Howell. Wow. Why not? you got to see. Fifth-round draft pick Fifth. out of North Carolina. Okay. McCarthy said he, he liked what he saw from him at North Carolina. So no Heineke. Well, he well, would probably be, be the backup, and Wentz would be inactive. Poor Wentz. He'll be looking for a double job <laughs> next year. Sam Howell last year at North Carolina uh, had, in 12 starts, 24 touchdown passes, nine interceptions. He's only 6-1. Let's see, 6-1 to 20. And fifth-round draft pick, number 144 pick in the draft please, this year. Please don't tell me he runs the football uh, well, last year at North Carolina, he had 828 oh, yards rushing wow. and 11 touchdowns. That's pretty good. The Cowboys <laughs> he, defense, he, he Achilles got a yards. He had 828 wow. yards rushing in North Carolina that, last year. Last year. In his his last year at North Carolina, yes. Some so, guy named Sam, huh? So he had he had 20 plus passing touchdowns. He had nine picks and 24 touchdowns. The previous year, in 2020, he had 30 touchdown passes and seven picks, but only ran for 146 yards. Probably got Hmm. sacked a lot. You know, in college, they count the sacks on their rushing totals. Well, I mean, so he could have gotten 1,000 yards rushing. He could have and got sacked for 1,000 yards. Uh, 2019, 2019, he had even more touchdowns, 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions for the Tar Heels. Yards per attempt in 2020, 10.3 yards per attempt. So there you go. I'll tell you what, his coach likes to put it up in the air. I know that much. I like that. Mac Brown. Mac, Mac Brown. Brown. That's right. Mac Brown. Mac He's always hair down. Yeah, as soon as he got to North Carolina, he was all offense, no defense. I mean, that's just how they played. I think that 38 touchdown, I think that was around his first, Mac's first year. He learned that from Lincoln Riley, huh? <laughs> well, Lincoln still needs to learn some things. That's right. That's right. Um, so, anything else you see out on the practice field? They were still stretching. So okay, you never see anything. anything out there. I, know, I don't just know why you guys run out there the for ground. stretching. Uh-huh. Why you go out there just for stretching? Well, and then you leave me hanging. That's with what this, they. That's what they. With my bad eyes and bad light. Anyway. That's what they purposely <laughs> let us watch. That's part of ah, the twenty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strategic. It's like a filibuster. Strategy. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, also the uh, breaking news from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, it is confirmed that uh, they will be announcing the 15 Tonight. modern era player finalists for the class this evening. It was originally scheduled for last night, and uh, out of respect for DeMar Hamlin, right. uh, they postponed it, and now they're going to go ahead and do it tonight at 7 o'clock Central Time on the NFL Network. And, um, of course, Darren, Woods, Darren Woodson and DeMarcus Ware right. are among – and Zach Thomas, a former Cowboy Zach also, Thomas. for yeah, the last year of his they, career. It's one year, right? We're going to claim – we you claim gonna, Herb Adderley, don't we? <laughs> you claim Mike – Yeah, but Herb <laughs> took us to the bowl. Actually, <laughs> actually, I don't know that we claim Herb Adderley. Well, he doesn't claim us. Yeah. He does not claim us, just so you know. Mike Ditka. 
Oh, you can if you want, well, though. I mean, it's not in their media guide. Do you realize well, that I was an entire rookie year with Mike Ditka and did not know that he coached here? What do you mean? In 81, right? Wasn't he here in 81? I, yeah, because he went to the Bears in like 82. He was a special teams coach. You didn't know. Wait. You were a player you didn't play on the special roster. special teams as a rookie? I did. Oh, you did? I did. He was just. I, he was there? I don't even remember him. I have no thoughts of Mike well, Ditka. Well, that was 41 years ago. Well, no, I mean, even, even like 20 years ago, I <laughs> had did. no thoughts. I missed him. I missed him. I missed the, all of 81. I had I had balls flying over my head, man. I had stuff You're, to think about. You were a rookie. Your I was head, a rookie. Your head was survival. swimming. Yes, yeah, it was. Trying to figure out yeah. where my next interception's coming from. <laughs> Probably looking for his next meal. Were you still living at home? Oh, yes. I, I had no problem with but the meals. Oh, the meals were good. Mom was loving. I was loving mom. But wait, he was your special teams coach? I know, and I played. <laughs> this is my point. This is my dilemma here. I mean, dude, I played. Uh, you know, I, I do the Gunners. I, I'm on kickoff team like I did all my whole career. Field goal block? I don't know. I, I don't remember him. I don't remember him. <laughs> I don't remember him. I looked at the, Maybe he just had the title and did something else. Somebody else did. Maybe I just stayed out of teams. trouble and he didn't yell at me. Was know. Alan Lowry there? Oh, no. No. no Alan didn't get there until we started okay. our demise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that about my fellow Irving. Ice. I'm sorry, man. Oh, oh Al, man. He, he had a tough time. <laughs> he, he came in with a whole different attitude and, boy, the boys, they tore him up. Alan Lowry. He, I'm sorry. He talk- I'm thinking Al Levan. There so you go. Sorry. Yeah. So sorry. Well, so good. Sorry. Yeah. Thinking Al Levan. Running backs coach. Yeah, Alan Lowry was a no, star was at dude. Irving High School no, no, and the no. University of Texas no. and a special teams coach. I remember in this Alan. Night. I remember you know, Alan. Let me tell you real quick. You know who taught me how to get in a three-point stance at the Irving YMCA? And it was Alan Lowry. He was playing for the uh, – he's probably at Irving High School then, maybe a senior in high school, but he was going to Texas. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't remember. He may have already been at Texas, yeah. and he did a clinic at the Irving YMCA. Wow. Alan Lowry taught me how to get into a and he really, three-point stance. He, he looks great. He never – he just doesn't look that old. Mm-hmm. You know, but no, he uh, – no, Alan Lowry, I remember. I thought you were talking about Alan Van. <laughs> no, no, he – you come in as a running backs coach. Hand me tough. that media guide. I need mm-hmm. to check one thing before, okay. before I say it. Well, um, Mickey is checking that one thing. Before he says it. Yeah. Everson, uh, what is your take on this team that coming into this week as far as um, playing a Washington team that has nothing to play for? What does this team need to play for? Obviously, you're hoping that the Eagles lose to the Giants, who have nothing to play for, Mm -hmm. and that the Cowboys win. (laughs) But in getting this team ready for the playoffs, what is it that the Cowboys need to clean up this week? You know, whatever they do clean up, they're going, to me, I feel better about them doing it during the game. I, I feel better about them playing this game as as much as they should play it until you realize that it's out of hand. I want them to play this game to win it with starters in the game. We were talking during the break about, you know, I wouldn't say tanking a game, but resting your players for that last season. That just never bodes well to me for, for the Dallas Cowboys. And you're looking at this team, because of our weird inconsistencies, I think we should play this out. I, I just don't feel like we are that team that is there. You know, I think we still are hungry. 
I think we're still better than last year, but we are still not there. And I don't care if you go against a Washington practice team. I don't care what it is. We still need to get out there and stay polished. Went against a Tennessee practice team last week. Yeah, and you see what happened. You see what happened. So, no, I, I, I think we're always in the position to get better, especially this team. Like Nate said, uh, I think it was last week, we got a young squad. We have a really young squad. I think it's best for us. And I guess I'm old school, Tom Landry, Parcells, Belichick, Eddie Robinson. We just don't rest. You know, we play, we play it out to the end. You know, I'm right there with you, especially if they've got to have a potential shuffle in the playoffs on that offensive line. You, those guys need to play together. You can't just act like, okay, we're just going out, right? And, and you don't need to be, you know, they'll – I mean, I'm sure there'll be scoreboard watching or mm-hmm. they'll have somebody monitoring the Philadelphia game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just go play. Just go play. Right. Go play and win. Don't go out there with any other alternatives. Like, you know, don't go out there thinking I can just, you know, take it easy here. Don't get sloppy in your technique. Diggs, right. Diggs need to – guys like Diggs, they need to take this, this point, this game, and really mentally – be where you're supposed to be. Right. And right now, Diggs is not mentally Quit where he needs guessing. to be. Quit he's guessing. guessing. He thinks he's smarter than everybody yeah. else. So we all do. And they're getting him. <laughs> yeah, they are. And that could you don't need that going into the playoffs nor in the playoffs. So all of those guys that are not quite where they need to be, uh your your season didn't end where it started. Guys like uh Dorrance Armstrong still playing well, but, you know, not getting the pressure that we were accustomed to getting, this is the time to go ahead and, and shore that up. See if you can better yourself this game better than you've been doing the last two weeks. Which, by the way, Dorrance had a pretty hectic week last week because uh, his uh, family was getting ready to – he was getting ready to have his uh, – well, not him, but uh, first uh, child – uh, and uh, I think he left here on Tuesday. His daughter was born, or oh, maybe it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He was there Wednesday, and then he had to fly on his own from uh, here to Tennessee yeah. on Thursday, the morning of the game. Yeah. And I looked at him, I said, I take your word on Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he goes, I mean, he's, he was like beaming. He said it was yeah, great, but, but it was pretty hectic having to fly and then man. play that in that game. And he actually showed up a little bit. But so you're she's right. A, she's he's a got, Capricorn. Uh, I, well, if it was that <laughs> yeah, week, yeah. She's a Capricorn. Absolutely. Hey, yo, uh, but he's still Capricorn. holding at eight sacks. And, you know, he, he started off pretty well. The guy that's been coming on is Dante Fowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I was going to say is, you know, and I keep harping on these these last uh, several games, uh, they haven't had many sacks. They had two games with no sacks, I think one with one, and then last week they had two. Yes. Uh, so it's like, yeah, come on, pick up the pace. Well, I looked and I was thinking they were, they were at 45 at some point. Well, mm-hmm. they're at 51 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just happened to, you know, kind of peruse 51 sacks. Well, they had 59 in 2007. So this is the most since 2007. And it's the second most since, if you don't count the uh, strike season in yeah. 87, yeah. this is the second most since 86 when they had 53. Mm. So not only were you guys kind of intercepting passes in yeah. 85, 86, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they had 53 sacks that year. 
They they tend to come with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> so hand in hand. They just, yeah. yeah, they just tend to accompany and each then, other. And then, and speaking of sacks, uh, Donovan Wilson is uh, has the most sacks of any safety this year, five, and he's matched Bill Bates' single season safety record. At wow, five Bill with, Bates has a single season record. He had five. Yeah, I I think it was eighty uh, eighty four maybe, um, but yeah. That was the record for a safety. Nice. Because they didn't really blitz the safeties that much, did no. they, back then? Uh, and then Bates didn't play much after. I mean, when Jimmy got here, I, I remember every year offseason, <laughs> Bates was just frantic. I don't know if I'm going to make the team. They, you know, they don't want to keep oh an old God. guy He said like that for this. 17 years. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he would always make it, right? But he, and then when they got to the Super Bowl, finally, he had tore his ACL. Uh, like, I don't remember if it was in the playoff game or right before the season ended and he couldn't play. Mm. And he... I can remember him telling the story of when they were out there for the the, the national anthem uh, in Pasadena uh, for the Super Bowl 27. He was out there and he was trying to show him he could run. <laughs> it's like Bill, you can't. He never, play. he never could run. No, <laughs> so that's bad. Which, which is another thing. When when this happened, I was thinking of the different injuries I've seen that are, you know have been really serious. And I remember him that one year, and you you would have been there. It was a preseason game, and they were going to have him return punts. Mm-hmm. And he ran right up the middle as fast as he can. And you know, Bill, he, he wasn't going to avoid anybody. No. And he got slammed. <laughs> and he was—he tells the story. He was knocked out, right? And they said when they when they got to him, he was snoring on the field. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh about that. I it, know, but, right? But it's yeah, kind we got to stop. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a strange, Back then, strange that's the way it was. story. And you, you know, you mentioned Michael. And then the, the wide receiver that was from, he was a— from Arkansas, um, the guy that he was it Armstrong, he he uh, fractured his kneecap twice, and he did the second one when we were in training camp, and he did it right in front of me, and I swear to God I heard it. You know, you I probably didn't right, but you seen when a guy goes down like that. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't remember his name. Is there an Anthony Armstrong? Anthony. I'm not sure. We'll look it up, and uh, I've got an update for you as we go to break here. On DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills have issued a statement saying that DeMar remains in the intensive care unit in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. And, of course, we uh, keep uh, DeMar Hamlin in our thoughts and prayers. Let's go to break, and we'll wrap up mixed shots in just a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. 
And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. And I said it without yelling like Mickey does. (laughs) All the time. No <laughs> intonation, just kind of flat. <laughs> Mickey, what are you looking for in that media guy? You're looking for that guy. I was looking for that. That, that, that cracked his uh, kneecap twice. From Arkansas? An Arkansas wide receiver? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're back on the air now, Mickey. <laughs> I got I to gotta give up. I can't be uh-huh. stubborn. Yeah, maybe you can tweet it out or something. Do you have more breaking news afterwards. or something? No, that's we're caught up on our breaking news items. I, I, one thing I will say about uh, what's going on now, I think the better that uh, Mr. Hamlin gets, I think the tension will ease around the entire league. You know, it, it, I would I would imagine things do hang on his recovery. I mean, you know, just as far as mentally in regards to all yeah. the players around the league. You know, if something would have uh, – if he would have uh, passed on during that game, you got a whole different thing going on in the league. And yeah. the fact that he is getting better, I think – about the players talking and, and, and all of that. The fact that he's getting better, I think those conversations go a little bit easier. They're a little bit better. But if something, you know, if he takes a turn, I don't even say it. If, if things would have been different, then I think our attitude in this room and around the whole league would have been different. You know, they had his, um, I believe it was his uncle that helped give a update last night yes. out by the hospital that uh, while he was still in critical condition, uh, they had reduced the amount of oxygen he was getting uh, from 100% to, to 50%. 50%. That is excellent. So they were trying to encourage his lungs yes. to take over, and I yes. guess they were trusting him. Um, so that was that was encouraging. But again— and, and Is it my understanding that they take 48 hours to— Try to keep him as stable as possible, right. uh-huh. and then so that you get past that. Forty in forty-eight hours will be tonight, right? So and they, they, you know, they need to kind of 
calm him down to test him. Right. Right. He had to go through all those tests. So well, that's why. I mean, that's him. why they put him to sleep. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So they could, you know, insert the um, the breathing mm-hmm. tube. So, yeah, it just. It just kind of creates a pall over everything. And I'm does. sure guys, you know, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get to talk to them, but, you know, how into practice can you be, you know, just thinking about it. And, you know, it's not just what you saw on the field. It's how everyone relates to it individually. Yeah. Everyone has a, a, a memory, a story of, you know, what they saw besides what happened the other night. And they compare that to it. And so they'll see, they'll see that. They might go to thinking about what happened with their parents when they were in the hospital or a tragedy within the, with, from a family member. They start, comp- you know, it all brings up those kind of memories. So it's not just football. Right. You know, it, it goes way outside of that because now you're talking about, okay, you know, man, that looked just the way my, you know, my mom, before, you know, when they tried to help her out or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's, it's, you know, it's tough because you, it brings up everything that you're afraid to bring up. Yeah, I was talking to somebody here uh, yesterday, and they were, you know, seeing it, right? And it's like, well, we went through that two years ago with Marcus Paul. Right. And, it, and then it dawned on me when we were back at the ranch, John Chang was the same thing when he, um, I believe he had a, a brain aneurysm mm-hmm. or a stroke, and he fell out. And he was out. ahead of the TV, TV department. TV department, yeah, and he fell out right there in the hallway. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, it brings back the, it brings back you know those memories. And you know, I think you said it yesterday about you know you, you, when you're that young, you don't normally see people pass away. Hopefully, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember when we had the the bus crash 2016 going to training camp when we got out of the bus and we were all you know okay except for emory's arms all cut up and uh went running back to see if we could help the people in that car and when i got within 10 yards it was like i can't do anything Mm -hmm. and my young guys i told them do not look and they Mm -hmm. looked yeah and it it affected it stays with you yeah yeah no doubt about it and that's the thing with this; it, it played out on national television. We, we all saw it for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, we're out of time on this edition of Mix Shots. Keep uh, Demar Hamlin in your prayers, yes, sir. and yes. uh, we'll be back again tomorrow at noon for another edition of Mix Shots. Hey, wait, so, one, oh, one, oh, one, we got one, one more. One, one, one more. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I wanted to thank all the people uh, on Twitter uh, that came to my defense, pointing out when the tweet came out with my column. Uh, it, it the backlash was really bad, but lately everybody said, "Hey, we know what happened." Mm-hmm. So I appreciate everybody sticking up for me. That's cool, cause yeah, they were on you, man. <laughs> they were on you, bro. Like, man, like what just happened? You didn't even know what's going what, on. What did uh, that guy do? <laughs> Who is this bum they're talking about? <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> now we're done. Okay, and Mickey will never tweet again. <laughs> yeah, right. Even, though, even though even though he didn't tweet then, he's never going to do it again. All right, and we'll chat at you again tomorrow on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?